It's a podcast. Welcome to Car Rides and Conversations Part 2. This is definitely the first starting of this recording. Everyone else has pizza, and I have cherry cherries, because we talked about them, and now we have them. We also got slushies. Mm -hmm. Maddie got her slushie and is so happy about it. I had, like, a full spasm. We're talking about um, men opening doors. And I gotta say, Miss S, if Charles doesn't open the door for you... Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. On the curb with that man. Uh Uh-huh. Unless you're the one who drives, in which if you're not opening the door for him... The curb with yourself. Yeah, yeah, equality. There's a running joke that he's a member of a cult, so that they're members of cults. Britton, I'm gonna let you keep these... Because my mom told me earlier that if I bought new things, I was going to be in trouble. So. <laughs> I'll see. I mean, you could just we'll shove the them all in your pocket. Also, I didn't buy it because you bought it. but That's true. You did not technically buy that. I didn't spend no money. Anyway. She didn't spend no money. You Men opening cars. Doors. Nice. Yeah. I think that... I think that um, as much as like I am a feminist, I think that like ideas of chival- chivalry are really sweet. Yeah. yeah, chivalry is not dead. It should not be dead. I mean, I also feminism think, is not killing off chivalry. I also think that in like that in a relationship, just like both people doing that for each other, like yes. both, no matter like your gender or whatever. Yes, regardless of what doing you, sweet things for the other person is just really sweet, and I don't think we should kill that off. I think if we have ex- if we want to remove the previous established expectations of one gender, yeah. we would need to do that with all the other ones, or begin to have those expectations for both sides yeah i agree that i feel like it shouldn't be an expectation that's no. just for men yeah don't expect no. like men shouldn't always have to pay for dates i think that that's, that's yeah yeah like no. if you actually know, for 50 50 all the way people who are about to go into that kind of world the way we do it is that whoever proposed the idea that you should go out on a date should pay mm, so if I, I, I like that if somebody asked, i like that idea if somebody asks you out they should pay. If you ask somebody out, you should pay. Uh-huh. Once you're in a long-term relationship, though, I feel like that gets rough. Well, we do it as, like, a Britain the other day was like, I really want wings. And I was like, I could eat wings. So he paid So I pay. Wings. Yeah. But we we do regularly just kind of pay for each other mm-hmm. normally. Like, but, like just now, Maddie but when it wanted applies. to go to Casey's. So, and I wanted to say, I was like, okay, we'll go to Casey's. Maddie paid for my slice of pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it, like, applies, I guess you guys do that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. What's well, not a big deal all the time? Hmm. No, I think that, uh... But in that I think that's a really smart idea to eliminate the, oh, who's paying for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially on things like first and second dates, where the person asking is clearly the person that's... I don't want to say more interested. Big bag. But... Do you get what I mean? Takes the initiative. They're taking the initiative, and Ooh. they want it to Ooh, happen. It. So fun. they should. Thank you. They should put in that money. You know, if you. And I think they're also in charge day. of planning it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can't just say, "Oh, do you want to go out? Yeah. What do you want to? Well, what do you want to do? It's like I just mm-hmm. like paying for people. You do just like paying for people. Makes me feel good. Like well, yeah. I'm being good. I think that. If we're going to expect, uh, or if we're going to cease to expect, uh, traditional women to be traditional, then I think that we should cease to expect traditional men to do traditional things. So, like, you know, I as a man, do I really need to pay for every single date? 
maybe that's a, a older tradition that shouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know? But if I am with someone who is more traditional, then I am okay with being traditional. If yeah. I am with someone who will subjective. provide for me in the, the standard tradition, you know, the, the uh, I don't want to say archaic because it's not as archaic. Mm-hmm. It's a bad description, but, you know, let's call it a 19th or, or 20th century standard of making meals, then I absolutely will open the door and pay but i also don't want to i want there to be that equality that's why i'm in a relationship with someone who is non-traditional can i yeah can i say this real quick i feel like chivalry is like there's a there's a line between chivalry and sexism yeah and chivalry should still be a thing but like the sexism portion is like it's like different it's different yeah, but it's, it's like politeness. it can, but both can be seen as the either or. Yeah, like I, I just I naturally hold the door open for people because mm-hmm. it's polite, not yeah. because mm-hmm. I am, you know, expecting yeah. of something. And also, I like we said earlier, woman, I am doing it because I was taught to yeah. be polite to people. Yeah, and like I said earlier, I think that's sweet when it's on both parts. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it and when Maddie holds the door open for me. And to what Charlotte said. It's it's on the lines of no, you don't have to hold the door open, but if you decide to hold the door open, you shouldn't you shouldn't expect anything from me in return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should like, I should to be polite, you know, hold the door maybe on the way out. No. But you should not expect me mm-hmm. to do anything extra for you yeah. because you chose to do that. That's what makes it chivalry. Mm-hmm. When it, when it becomes sexism is when there's an expectation that you now have to return a favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like something that I want to do for my partner, whoever they may be in a future in the future, is if we have a coffee maker to already have like set up everything for coffee in the morning, so oh, then they don't have to do that's anything. That's adorable. And it's like that's just like one thing, right? To if, unless they're not a coffee drunker drinker, and then I'm I'm not dating them. Um, oh. But, but, Guess um, we're never dating. <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. But um, no, it's like that's just something to make their day slightly better. Mm-hmm. I love doing little things oh, for sweet. other people. Like I think that is like the most. That's peak happiness. I'm oh, I'm just like up their fruit. Such... I cut up someone. Oh fruit. my goodness, Charlotte. I do You're it. You're so sweet. Mm-hmm. I do it. I'm just such a hopeless romantic, and like little acts of love are the most adorable thing. Mm-hmm. Don't get your foot on my ice. My apologies. I will um... fight you in this car. <laughs> I will fight you in the Casey's parking lot. Bahooch. <laughs> bench Bahooch. is probably a good beach. replacement for that bench. Beach. Beach. Logan's beach hat says beach. All right. Beach. You're being says, such a beach ring. It says beach please on it. Beach please. I love it. Oh, uh, no. Put it down. Gross audio noises. Yep. Gross audio noises. Right. Wow, what is this? A professional podcast? Another... Honestly, when we talk like this, it could be a conver- uh, it could be an actual podcast. Mm-hmm. This is what we sound like most mm. of the time. Smoking we just have to lady. get through the tired. Case is employee, and I say that not as in like smoking attractive, but literally cigarette in hand, yeah. smoking. Um, the hair is interesting. Miss mm-hmm. us. This is the, what the difference between like seventeen minutes and food can do to us. Yeah. yeah. Part yeah. one of this was literally. Like just oh, she probably ago. just listened to part one and is now mm-hmm. listening to part two. Yeah. Welcome See, imagine back. if she actually listens to it. I hope mm-hmm. she. I uh, the other ones I don't really care, but I hope she listens to. Miss S, if you make it through yeah. all of these projects and actually like listen to everything, congratulations! Good on you. You Good on are you. the best teacher in the world. Wherever That's you are crazy. right now, give She's yourself in Kansas City. A City. Congratulations. 
Mm. Good job. You made it. I have a question, though. Kind of attached to the chivalry and all of that. So, upon expectations, right, of, you know, chivalry and all that kind of things, and, you know, the the status quo with the changing of gender roles, etc., etc., is it still, if, let's say, all three of us are on a Titanic... Style event, all, or all four of us? Sorry, all four of us. Which one of you of us did you forget to count? Which one of us Myself. did you already kill? Oh, oh, um, all, if all four I of us, I was disappointed. Are on I wanted it. to be forgotten. <laughs> if I we're all it. on a Titanic style event, would you expect that... forgotten like the lifeboats? Oh, <laughs> would you expect the women and children? I would that women and children go first. And that no, I, I think it stay should on be. Ch- I think that someone should probably be with the children. I think it should be children but, and parent. Yeah, children and parent. So children with parents um, get to go also, first. But if you're no, if I was parent, I okay, okay. So like, the parents if, have to choose if, which parent goes. Yeah, yeah. If it's that's a horrible thing to have to choose. But like, if we're talking about it, I feel like if it's like you and so like let's say you're you and your partner and your child. Personally, like, if it was just, if I didn't have a child, it was just me and my partner, and we couldn't get on the same lifeboat, I'd probably want to wait. Okay. Or I'd probably be like, let's get on, if if we will be able to survive by being in different lifeboats, let's do it. But, like, if it's one of us has to stay and die, and one Uh of us gets to live, I honestly might do the we both die. Yeah. It's like, it depends on the relationship and all sorts of other things. You'll be so guilty for the rest of your life because you lived while they died. Yeah, here is Well, like, I both made that I, like, loving them, I'd want them to live, you know? Mm -hmm. If they were willing to do it, I'd be like, live for the both of us, you know? So, thought experiment. I'm going to use this car as an example, okay? We are in a Titanic-style situation, and stake maddie and i are the parents of a child which is you and you are a single woman who is who has no children Mm -hmm. but is still on this titanic and your life is just as important Mm -hmm. what order do we board the lifeboats and you don't know when the cutoff is personally i think that and this is just because i love children i would let the child go first i would let the child go first this is like there's this really cool there's this really cool like thought experiment website thing that um, helps you decide what self driving cars should yeah, hit or that. shouldn't yes. hit when they should I've crash themselves that. or or not if people walk in front of the road. Britain, have you heard of this before? Wow. You'd think it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Anyway, yeah, I think the child should go, and then I also don't. I just that don't think. The I don't agreement. think yes. a lifeboat should be full of just children, so someone needs to go. Yeah, one of the um, parents. And unfortunately, that makes it that ends up meaning that Charlotte, the single woman's life, is less important. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yes. want it to be that way, but it seems that that is yes. the way it is. And I, I think, think when it comes down to parents, most people. And that's kind of why it was women and children, were that most people would argue that, that, yeah, that every mother. child needs their mother. Yeah. But I think More that's on a person-to-person basis. Yeah. yeah. So because the, it should be people, children and one parent, at least. Yeah. Like, yes. Because I know people who thrive better with their, like, who have better fathers than they do mothers. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. one of the, the big catastrophes sure. of the Titanic, and it's not talked about much, but uh, a podcast that I listened to did discuss this, that the working class there man. were 
Yes. So first of all, working yeah. class was just completely eliminated from being in, yes. able to opt into that. But also that there were many, many children without mothers on that ship. Either their mothers weren't present, either their mothers were in America or England, yeah. or their mothers were just not in their lives anymore. So a lot of children were forced onto those boats without their or it should their be only like, parent. It yeah. should be like at least like children and person who's going to assume guardianship. Mm-hmm. Like someone who is like that like an, aunt, I, an like, uncle, someone. Yeah, yes. or like yeah. sometimes I know that the like in my opinion it's like if both of your parents can't get on there and like and they're like we are going to die together we love the each other so much this right 18 now. year old girl who wouldn't normally have gotten on the boat or the 20 year old mm-hmm. who wouldn't have gotten on the boat because they are not eligible to they're going to go with my child and i'm going to save both of them okay yeah, yeah like, I like that's that. that's something that i would I like do i would be too. like I love my partner and I can't do this and I know it's going to be horrible for my child yeah. but at least they won't have to see me go through that grief. It's I honestly will. so weird to think about the concept of like would you die like they will be okay. with the person you love or want the person you love to live or try to live as someone who is in a relationship where children are wanted but as an individual children are not wanted I would send my partner and my child because I don't think I would be a good single mom. I don't Fair. think that I mentally would be capable of raising a child on my own just because of my mental issues and my struggles. I, even to this day, there's times where I'm like, how am I keeping this cat alive? Yeah. Like, I can barely take care of myself. How am I managing to take care of this cat? Um, so I know that I would not be a fit mother. A fit single mother yeah. to a child. So in my situation, I would send my partner with my kid. I'm far yeah. too. But I know there's I'm other situations too where people would empathetic not for like thought experiments like this because it like literally hurts my chest to think yeah. about my metaphorical and I have love of my life <laughs> dying. Is, I never see. I the thing yeah. is, this is me being kind of on the A spectrum. I never see the love of my life. Yeah. I never see another person with me. I see a I child, see it but I never, I never see another person with me. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I get hear... that, and I also do the. I'm. It's so a logical thing in my brain that I don't get emotional about. Yeah, it. I, I think maybe it's because I'm tired. Maddie's really opinion emotional. on the thought experiment, and then I want to put out my opinion. So, Maddie, mm-hmm. what on that thought experiment? What oh, order? Who should go? Yes. I think that. If we're going to expand it a little bit, am I... How old is Charlotte as a person? Yeah, how old am I, Britton? Well, yeah. Well, he... I thought he said 20-something-year-old single person. Uh, I just said a single woman. Single woman. That's all you said. If she's um, under 30, I would, say I would maybe 20, value her as much as a child. 25. I would and maybe you value successful. her as much okay. as a child. I don't know. Because that, that has that to be important be, somehow. That would be... I from, think that age me, is an important factor. I, I always I think agree. that I would be like, I am giving up my life in order to save a child and someone else's life who hasn't yes. completely lived it yet. Like, let's say I was in my 30s or 40s, and it was, like, my child and this woman who was 25. Yes. I'd be like, you take my child. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I you are responsible for... And I, even, and I would just be like, please, like, take care of my child. And in panic yeah. situations, a lot of... Humans can be terrible, but the thing is, the majority of people are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And it's like, I would totally be like, you take my child onto this boat and get them to their family. You don't have, you don't have to assume, assume, like, assume responsibility or guardianship, but get my child to their family. So, in 
Like, just save them. Save them and yourself. In my hyper-logic brain, I'm going to expand it to the whole lifeboat. If there's no one on that lifeboat, an adult should be on there before any children step foot. For the sole fact that if any kids get on that boat and it's yeah, pushed Yeah, kids shouldn't off, be by themselves. Yes, there's no children who should be by themselves. So there needs to and be... And it would be a waste of life How do you not. row the boat without adults? Because the kids would kids all die. Kids can't do it. Exactly. The kids would all die and then it could have been... Well, other and, people could have lived. even if those kids do survive, all of those children are now traumatized because they're all small children. They don't know how to soothe each yeah. other. Um, and you're going to put a bunch of... Then they're all going to trauma bond, which will cause a whole other group of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... If, so if the boat is currently empty, an adult needs to step on it before anyone else. Yeah. And then after that, in my opinion, it needs to be one adult to, at the max, every three kids. For the sole fact that you cannot take care of that many children on your own. And so I think for every three kids, there needs to be at least one adult. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and children should have a priority. Mm-hmm. And then said adults. Mm-hmm. I think one sense. adult at least per or. Like, mm-hmm. which would probably equal about one adult per th- three kids. Uh, like, probably about. Yes. Well, a ton of the lifeboats went off with, like, only, like, ten people on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, well, and that's why I said people there panicking. has to be an adult on that lifeboat. Can I have a handful of cherry cherries? Yeah. So, that gets me to my point, Elsie. Okay. So, my opinion is that I disagree with all of you, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. So... It was a trick question. Like you, it up. question. Like, like you brought up, a lot of those lifeboats dropped with only 10, maybe a third mm-hmm. of their capacity. Yeah, and that's because in that moment, it's a panic situation. Any moment that you need to make that choice of a sacrifice... They actually had a lot of time. Oh, they did. But they I mean... But but wasn't it like three and a half hours or something? Yeah, no, it was the a Titanic long time. The Titanic movie, their sinking is how long it would have taken. Yeah. But... What I'm getting at is that in those moments where the use of women and children first, those are moments of panic, of pure adrenaline. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do agree women and children should go first, at least until there's enough room for the men Mm -hmm. to get on, is because it creates an establishment that everyone can understand. There's no no debating which parent needs to go. There's no debating I'm important, I need to go. Because you already know that you are Mm -hmm. that is your choice to sacrifice and why it ended up being men there are a million reasons why we are predisposed Mm -hmm. to understand that we may sacrifice ourselves it's it's you know born in military it's born in you know how we care for our children protect the family provide it's can i can i just say what if there's kids with like the moving on from the titanic because this wouldn't happen but what if there's a kid with two dads like, what would they do in that situation? I, children? Then that brings up a whole other perplexing situation. Yeah. Perhaps, you know, you would give that child to a, a woman who would... Who had other kids. Yeah, and, and yeah. like, that's a, a, a whole other issue. But something else that's established, just like how men having that... Like, that is the, the pure sense of masculinity we can call masculinity many things but psychology says that the the masculinity that we have decided that we as a society mm-hmm. not genetics not a bunny yeah there's a bunny oh you could pet him i can pet that one i would love to pet that one 
Okay, but you could also say if there's two lesbians, two moms to a child, why does that child get both of their moms? Then that's a, a difficult decision. That's, that's like one of those things. It's like... What do you do in that yeah. situation? But well, just like, like how with masculinity like, has that establishment... In that situation, in my opinion, in that situation, if I was somebody ushering people onto said lifeboats like if i was the person that got to decide mm-hmm. if you're going on or not i'm what's in between you and that lifeboat and i saw a child step up with two fathers i would in that situation let one say, of the fathers on yes yeah one of you one of go. you get on yeah and you well, have yeah, 10 seconds to decide I, that's why I, it's like yeah you get like when you get to me you should already know it is one adult with one, one yeah. like one child if you have more than one child then maybe yeah. get both your parents because in those situations like and, and there will always be outliers like always you have yeah. like that's something you have to understand when you're I talking about establishments the there, okay. there are, that was, like, will in the always Sorry. always be outliers <laughs> but in situations like that you will hear everyone say men and women like it women either it's getting first. out of of a wreckage either getting mm-hmm. people out of the uh, a burning building when 9-11 happened that was an important thing of like who was on a cruise ship within the past 10 years the first thing they do with you is you are not allowed to go to your rooms you stand there and they show you exactly where your lifeboat is mm-hmm. they show you exactly which yeah. lifeboat you are supposed to get to in an emergency situation and they flat out in their instructions say that if you are a woman or child, you have priority on those yep. boats. Mm-hmm. That if there are any men that they basically in those instructions basically say to all the men, um, if you see a woman and child trying to get to a boat, step aside. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's And I boat think now. one of the things with the Titanic, it was such a disaster because everyone was so cocky. They yeah. didn't expect it to happen. No one, if I remember correctly, it was the, the staff ship. didn't even have the proper training. No, not at all. The life because no. it was truly seen as the unsinkable ship. Yeah, because ship. it had a pool in it. Was mm-hmm. one of the reasons. Yeah, and it's like it's got a pool, guys. We can't sink it. Yeah, there's water already in the yeah. boat. Yeah, and it's like and it's like one of the reasons that we haven't had such a bad thing. There was that one. I think it was was it in Korea. Or it was, it was somewhere, there was, there was that huge, like, it was like a ferry boat accident with all those students. Yes, yes. I do know what you're talking about. They basically covered it up, Mm -hmm. but it was one of the biggest disasters because didn't they not, like, not have enough life jackets or something Mm -hmm. and kids couldn't get out. And it's like, it's just the biggest, and it, and then there was that one, I think it might've been him, didn't the captain of that ship abandon Mm -hmm. that ship and then he was like charged yeah Yeah, because it's a law if you are the captain you go down with your ship and i think that it's and i'm not sure if it's a law i think it's only maritime and if he would have stayed like a lot more calm and actually done his job a lot more of students than a lot of people would have survived and it's like the whole reason that these terrible disasters happen is because people get too cocky Mm -hmm. it's not even it's not it's a disaster that could have been easily avoided if you had and that's that's my mom worked my mom and i were actually talking about this a little bit today i'm trying to think of why exactly we were talking about this yeah but another um we were talking about how what kind of mental training do you have to go through to be my mom's example was a pilot where when if a plane is crashing and you're a pilot even when you know that the plane is going to crash and you're gonna die you are supposed to until the last minute try to do everything mm-hmm. you can yeah. to you save can't give up 
the people on the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like, I absolutely know I will die. You have to have the mental training that your brain is well, going to those... do X, Y, Z to save, even if it doesn't work. And that's part of like what that captain going with the ship thing is, mm-hmm. is that, and I think that's so interesting because there are just some people who like their brain can handle that. And there's some people whose brain can't handle that. I mean, one of those instances was the Sully incident in New York city where he like, he truly believed mm-hmm. like it, this was it. Like they were yeah. crashing a plane in New York. There's nowhere yeah. where you can land that. In a river. Mm. And so, but because he had the determination and mm. needed to keep on going, his last ditch effort like, was the river something. and he did yeah. it. He survived. That's why we have and that establishment. If you remember during the court case, I watched the movie and I researched it. I wanted to see everyone it so thought it's that he everyone thought that he was a liar. That he landed it in the river for no reason. Mm. That he could have made it back to the airport and he would have been fine. Mm. But there was their calc... And they kept running it through the simulator and it was just turning out the same thing. But then he said something and then they went, oh, we didn't factor that in. And they factored it in and in fact, he had no other choice. Mm -hmm. And it was like this huge thing because he was like, I had no other choice. Mm -hmm. No one believed him. Everyone thought that he had made the wrong call and he did that on purpose. But another Dang, point I want I'm to really make. I'm really about to be on a plane and a cruise ship in like two weeks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really a great conversation for future Maddie's anxiety. Well, Maddie, I'm on a plane in one well, week. Well, you are a woman and close to being a child. Well, yeah. on the course of just like how you react in emergency situations, part of what I, I want to do, like I want to go into event management, but I, I would totally, I, I lately I've been thinking about minoring in public health so that... Yeah. Um, because I think it'll help me be in nonprofits that are health related much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love the idea of working like for FEMA or something like mm-hmm. that in, in like really disaster management yeah. because I first of all love managing things, but also like I, on this one time I was on a kayaking trip on like a float trip and it started raining and my mom and her friend flipped their canoe right as it started raining and like all their stuff was like, going down the river and I just like very calmly like and our we had like a a 10 year old with us who couldn't really swim and I just very and he was in that canoe and I just very calmly was like Brayden you're gonna sit on the beach I'm gonna go get that stuff mom you're gonna flip the canoe I will be back and just like very like very matter of fact we will do xyz and they they were like oh no like this 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 and you would think the person with the anxiety disorder who is me would have been like having a panic attack but i was like no you are gonna go stand under that tree and my mom was like well what are we gonna do if we get hypothermia and we're in 15 minutes hypothermia this and this and i was like mom if it actually gets to that point we're gonna walk through the woods until we meet a highway we're not gonna sit here and think about what if that happens Mm -hmm. we are xyz managing the situation as we can and it's so interesting how some people yeah. can my do brain, that and some people can't that that's well. a really noble cause a friend of mm, what uh, I was going to hit you because I'm, I'm going to tell a story oh sorry, <laughs> um, sorry. Very, I have a story very, after very you very very similar story of um, I have that same override of like no hyper calm and really yeah the hyper calm and bad situations um, I was in a wave so I was a girl scout um, and my mom was our leader and my mom was the kind of person that was like, we're going to do cool stuff because we can. So we went to whatever the water park is that's close to here. I can't think of the name. Um, and they have a wave pool. And in said wave pool, you have to be a really good swimmer to be in a wave pool 
at like the deep end. We were at the very deep. Yeah, end. wave pools kind of freak me out. Wave pools yeah. are like really because not... it's like a mass of people. And one yes. of the it's one of those things that most people drown in a wave pool. Yes, most because people, you can't I, tell. And I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that. So we're at the deep end of the wave pool with a bunch of I want to say children, but we were all middle schoolers. Like solidly, if you knew how to swim, you could swim pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I look over and Lily taps on my shoulder and I see her underwater holding Fiona up and instantly knew what was going on. Fiona was not a super strong swimmer. And so I tap Lily out and put Fiona on my shoulders. So now I'm standing under the water and Fiona's standing, like literally her feet were on my shoulder. She was standing. That's how deep it was. None of the life... When the waves came in, yeah. Yeah. So, none of the lifeguards realized what was going on. None of them... You know, they're not that much older than us. Yeah, when you get exhausted swimming, it's... Yes. You get exhausted quick. They're not that much older than us. So, what I managed to do was I managed to get her to a point where she caught her breath. And then I... And then I... When the waves were low, I could come up and catch my breath while keeping her up. And I was like, Fiona... You are going to crawl down my back on the next wave, and we are going to paddle swim in. So I paddle swimmed her all the way to the shore, Mm -hmm. and we were both so exhausted that we laid there for probably 30 minutes and just breathed so heavy, Mm -hmm. because my brain was like, no, instant calm, this is what you're doing, this is how you get her. On float trips before, I've had to like be the person who's the strong swimmer. Yeah. And I do that and way too often. My, my and, and I've had to do that like in the ocean too. And my mom, my mom's biggest thing is that like usually when people drown in those situations, it's because they, they're realizing they're getting tired, mm-hmm. but they're not saying anything. And what you have to do is you have to say like, I need help mm-hmm. yes. so that like the person who's with you knows before you are going and they can't help you because it's like you have to say like i am tired and you also cannot let yourself be like i can swim just a little bit further no float for a second yeah Yeah. because like people forget they they get panicked and forget that you can float on your back Mm -hmm. and i know there's lots of people who like think you can't float on your back but you totally can at least long enough to take a deep breath you can at least float like using if you're like in waves I, it's different i but. can't float but i can float in using like the least amount of energy possible but like i barely have to there's a there's a certain point in like being exhausted and swimming that you you like feel all your breathing really yeah. you feel all your breathing and you can feel that like your chest is like you know yeah. and like and you're like oh no so i have two points i'll make the first one about you Mm -hmm. joining FEMA and I just want to say that's really a noble thing to do so uh, my story is is that I have I had a friend named Sammy she was Mm -hmm. incredible she is she is an incredibly great friend of mine and she lives in California and last was last year no the year before when the California wildfires got really Mm -hmm. bad her house was one of the ones that got destroyed and she was asleep when it started and her house collapsed on top of her and she was under the house for two hours total they never cover that stuff yeah you would think you'd hear about that she was under the house for two hours total until a fema person was able to come Mm -hmm. and like save her and help her and she like 
from then on has dropped her entire life to go be a FEMA That's so cool. person, That's which amazing. is uh, just That's like, incredible. I just want to, like, book. you're a really yeah, great person for doing that because yeah. we need people like That's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally other... want to be in more of the bigger planning. So, yeah. like, I'm not as cool as whoever saved her. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but cool. the smaller point that I want to make jumps back uh, to the, the, like, the, like, who should go onto the boat first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way back. Yeah, way back. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you, I'm guessing you guys have all been taught this. If you are ever lost, mm-hmm. ever, who does your mother always tell you to find? The old woman or the lady with other kids. There you go. Yes. That's mm-hmm. another reason why women are put on yeah. the boat. Women and children, because yes. there'll be women with mm-hmm. their children. That's a really yeah. important oh, thing, because you, you know, you can be confident that they will take care of you. Because oh, that mother, like... Mm-hmm. You guys are at such a weird point in my life because if I asked any of the other girls this, they would know exactly what to say. But you guys were not around young enough, like at a young enough age. My mom used to always say to such an extent that I know this that all of my friends can recite it without even being prompted. Um, that mom's number one rule is never let them get you in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you don't if, go to a secondary location. Yeah. Even yeah. if that results you in you getting shot. Or, never, you know, yeah. all of this. We stuff. talk about this all the time. Yeah. Never let you get never nine let times out of ten, see, they won't so, shoot but you. But it was, it yeah. was the mom thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The person, yeah. the person that you're we supposed to, to find apparently location. is a man with a turban, and there's really interesting reasoning behind this. Really, huh. specifically Sikh men. I've been told if Australians. Someone, if someone comes up to you, luck finding a man. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna find that. But apparently, part of their like religion i've heard this i don't know if it's true but part of their religion is helping people if someone asks you for help you are obligated morally obligated to help them no matter what if that's a christian belief too that doesn't yeah no but they said that um i don't know and it's just like if you find someone who wears a turban that means that they're very committed to their religion that's really fascinating and if you go up and you ask them um for help they They have to help help you and that means just standing there with you or like getting someone like they will do it Mm -hmm. because also you have to think that especially in america those men go through so much racism all the time so the fact that they still wear Mm -hmm. like their turban and stuff means they're so like it yeah it means that they have really committed to it there my mother always told me and this is she did tell me the find a woman with children Mm -hmm. um but she told me if i'm ever traveling when i'm what I just don't car. ever remember my mom telling me really? that. That's my favorite car we just passed. Oh. Okay. Anyway. Um, but my mother down. always told me if we're going to go, if I'm ever traveling to find an Australian, specifically mm-hmm. if I need, like, dire help, mm-hmm. an Australian woman, because, mm-hmm. obviously. But, um, because apparently, a part, so two reasons. One, uh, and this is actually why they have the visa that I'm using, Australians have, a, like, a part of their, like, the culture of Australia is to have your out-of-country experience. So mm-hmm. almost every Australian leaves their country for mm. six months to go and travel in many... I think I accidentally touched you, like, yeah. many different countries. So the chances are you're going to find an Australian. But also, Australians are, despite the insane country that they live in, mm-hmm. are extraordinarily kind and helping mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. you know, when prompted yeah. to. So... 
I, I find it interesting that we have yeah. those biases but are also really useful and that once again is an mm. easy easily pre-established situation mm. that not only helps which like children who huh? yeah, which, which car? car I'm a park next to it so I can stare at it <laughs> it's a Nissan 370Z mm. that yeah wow you like my that my dad had a 360Z that was blue and he took the back seats out and put subs in it you know, oh, my, my mom, apparently you're so also pretty. supposed to, I'm, I'm never going to do this, but your parent, as, as a last ditch, of course, apparently you're also supposed to find like a biker. Like if you're a biker, if you mm -hmm. find a biker, you're supposed to be safe too. Yes, it's like, no. that would be a last ditch. Mm -hmm. Like it's if I had no ditch. other option, that's what I would do. That's yeah. a last ditch and it's typically hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. With bikers, there's two types of bikers. There's the bikers that we all do. What, what kind of biker do we mean? I would assume motorcycle biker. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I wasn't. If, <laughs> so, yeah. In yeah. my experience, <laughs> yeah. they are so, extraordinarily kind. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, and what we're... So the stereotype of big, gruff, scary biker is a thing. Yeah. Like, is heavily a thing. Mm -hmm. So use precaution in that. But what we're all also told is that, oh, no, bikers aren't that scary. A lot of them do things like, you Have know... kittens. They do... Uh, they do toy drives for kids and they do mm -hmm. rides and all that kind of stuff and they do and there's a lot there's of bikers a large that, group of bikers in portland that, that do, do that. yes things like that yes but it's bikers almost, for cancer is a big thing too. Mm -hmm. yes bikers for cancers but it's almost become such of a such a thing that the bad bikers use it to their advantage to get people to trust them mm -hmm. So yeah. use precaution when talking to bikers. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like one of those things. Like if you had no other options, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. something no. you would no, do. I'm just telling but you, there's like, no life. But yeah, but like older woman or women with children, yes, mm -hmm. going to them yeah. immediately. The point, but like the point of that is that it is a pre-established situation, so that we in a panicked moment you have an automatic response, just like women and children. First, mm. it doesn't mean that. All women are better at taking care of their children than men. It's just that people know that that's what that not only happen. are do we know that you need to get onto the boat, yeah. but it means that if I get on that boat, like onto the original ship with you onto the Titanic, I know I need to be prepared mm -hmm. to let you ha all three mm -hmm. of you have my spot over yeah. anyone else's. Mm -hmm. So yeah. regardless of what anyone believes or the person listening to this podcast, I think that pre-established situations or pre-established events are important. Yeah. And yes, I think actually because of the panic, but I yeah. think mm -hmm. actually we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause, like that. Cause that was a nice big long conversation time to get his point across. And we finally let him finish the calm, story. the calm, no, like big it. focus episode this is what if we 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 joke about doing a podcast a lot this is what it would be like yeah yeah this is what it this would, would be. be the goal because mm -hmm. like we managed to be both the, the part one and the part two mm -hmm. literally within minutes of each other bye bye yeah. miss schrader bye, -bye. bye, -bye.